This is To The Max Podcast, sponsored by Ignite. To The Max is designed for those of you who desire to become a higher expression of yourself. You will learn, laugh, and listen to information that will stretch you from center to circumference. I am your host, Dario Melton. Everything in creation has been designed to grow to its fullest potential. God is in the business of maximizing. You are the highest expression of his creation. It's time for you to go to the max. There is greatness inside of you. To walk with God is to walk with the maximizer. Every step on the journey, the maximizer is making you greater and stronger. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can imagine according to the power that is at work in you. God is in the business of taking you to the max. Well, good morning. This is To The Max, brought to you by Ignite. I'm your host, Dario Melton. Brothers and sisters, today, you have the opportunity to become what you've never been before. For you to do what you've never done before. For you to go where you've never gone before. Square your shoulders, lift your head, and lift your eyes until the hills from where your help is coming. And know that today you have the opportunity to become a higher expression of yourself. Good morning again. I'm so excited about your future. I'm expecting today for you to become conscious of God's presence in your life, for you to become aware of God's activity in your life, that you are not in this by yourself. Let me say it loud for those in the back of the room to hear it. You are not in this by yourself, that God is in this with you. And understanding that God walks with you, he journeys with you, then you can live life from a certain position. Notice what I did not say. You can live life from a certain title. You live life from a certain position, a position in him. Because when you understand it's in him, you live it's in him you move. It's in him you have your very being. You are operating out of life from a certain posture. And that posture oftentimes confuses those who are not in him. When you are in him, you look different. When you are in him, you talk differently. When you are in him, you automatically attracts. You automatically attract that which is counter or contrary to who you are. The bugs are only seen at night when the lights are turned on. And I want to say this to you today. If you are going to be all that God wants you to be, you can find it in these four words. These four words. These four words I say to you, my brother and sister, this morning. If you can receive these words, if you can, if you can embrace them, if you can let them marinate in your spirit, these words will forever change your life. You will never be the same if you can receive them and believe these four words. 
If you got children, when you see them, you'll look at them differently. When you got a spouse, when you see him or her, you'll look at them differently. When you go into that workplace, you will look at them differently. When you carry throughout the day, you will walk differently. You will talk differently. Why? Because these four words will help you to get everything that God has for you. Are you ready for them? God said these words to Joshua, and now he's saying them to you and me. Be strong and courageous. Let that marinate for a moment. Because many of us don't understand what it means to be strong. This is not might, not physical brute strength. This is not acting like anything doesn't bother you. This is acting as if you are better than any other. Being strong is an inwardly position. Let me say this to you again. If you are strong, you are strong from within, not from without. It is your spirit, man, that makes you strong. Because there's always someone who's more physically stronger than you are. But spiritually strong is an inward state. See, many attempt to show people how strong they are based off on how many followers they have, how many people they can influence, how many people they can bring to the table. That's not being strong, that's influence. Oh, I want to talk to you this morning. There's a difference between influence and being strong. Influence, and in life, you have several type of people. I want you to hear this, and hear this well, and so you can begin to um, understand your life and who you are in contact with. You have several type of people. You have constituents. Constituents are those who support you and embrace you as long as you're doing what they like. Those are constituents. Then you have comrades. Comrades are people who don't necessarily know you, but they dislike you because someone else dislike you. And because they dislike you, both sides have come together and now they're friends because both of them have public enemy number one. They both dislike this one situation, this one person. And so although they may be enemies with each other, they both don't like you, so they have joined themselves together. That's comrades. Yes, they're comrades. They're not constituents, they're comrades. But then you got confidants. Confidants say, I know who you are. Yes. And in spite of what they say you are, who they say you are, what they said you did, I know you. And I love you and appreciate you because of who you are not for your title or what position or based off what they said. Your comrades um, are people who are against you, but your confidants are people who are with you through the thick and thin. And I want to say this to you. If you find some people like that in your life, hold on to them. 
embrace them. Yeah, see, see your, 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 um, your confidence, and the only people can come to you when you're wrong and tell you that you're wrong. Because they're doing it from a position of love and not bitterness, not anger, not from resentment. But they're doing it from a place, a position of love because they want to see you better. You say, what does all this have to do with being strong and courageous? Because I don't want you just to be a person of influence. I want you to be a person whose spirit is strong. You're strong inside of him. Who is him? You're strong in Christ. You quote the scripture. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And when your life is centered on Christ, that is the first step of being strong. There is no courage outside of Christ. Hear this. There is no courage outside of Christ. God said to Joshua, after that is Moses had passed, you know the story, the Israelites had been wondering in the wilderness for years. They didn't want to be in the wilderness, but by design providence, by design purpose, by design um, destiny, they were led to the wilderness. Notice they were led. They didn't volunteer to go to the wilderness. They were led. Let me say this to you. Sometimes God leads you into dry places. See, some of us can't handle that. Sometimes God himself leads you to dry places. And he leads you to the dry places. Help me, God, today. He leads you to dry places because he has to get out of you all that was placed in you in your past. Because the place that you are about to go, I hope you can hear this, you can't take your past with you. Yes, the past helps shape you, but you can't keep looking back to the past if you're going to go forward in life. Yes, it may be difficult to let go, but brother, sister, if you are going to go ahead in your life and you're going to walk in the destiny that God has for you, some things you're going to have to learn to let go. Relationships, you might have to let go. Bad friendships, you might have to let go. There are some things, if you're going to be great in life, you're going to have to be strong enough and courageous enough to let it go. And that's where many of us find ourselves at. We struggle between letting things go because we say to ourselves, what are they going to think if I walk away from the relationship? What are they going to think? If I put my resignation letter in and say, I'm not coming back to this place, what would they think? And those are the seasons that you are wandering in the wilderness from place to place. And if you don't know by now, the wilderness can be a very harsh and difficult place to be in. None of us, from me to you, want to be out in the desert, in the wilderness, because you don't know where your next meal is going to come from. You don't even know if the shoes you have will last because all you do is walk. There's no shoe stores inside of the wilderness. There's even no hotels. You don't know where you're going to lay your head at night.
And so you wonder. You wonder in the meandering way from place to place. And that's what happened to the Israelites. In Joshua chapter 1, they had come to the edge of the promised land, the place where many of you are right now. I want you to hear this. You are that close to your promise. You're on the edge of it. Mm, yes. You're on the edge of the promise as the Israelites were. Now Moses had brought them out of bondage. But he could not take them into the promise. He guided them while they was in the wilderness. He was a counselor. He was their prophet in the wilderness. But now Moses had passed away. And standing between the Israelites and their promise, standing between you and your promise, is a river called joy. But if that's not bad enough, they had sent out scouts to spy out the promised land. And the scouts came back with a report that there are warriors, fortified cities, where the promise is. What would or could we do knowing there's warriors in those fortified cities? And that's what many of us ask ourselves. That's what you may have been asking yourselves. If I'm going to be great in God, how do I handle opposition I hope someone is getting delivered if I'm going to walk up under the anointing and the unctioning of the Holy Spirit how am I going to handle opposition because how I handle opposition will determine if I possess the promise are you listening this morning how I deal with opposition is how I, or what would determine if I embrace the promise. God knew they was on the end, or at the edge, rather, of their promise. They were that close, a mile away from the promise. And he says to Joshua, after Moses had died, and I'm saying the same thing I believe God is saying to you. Three different times in chapter one of Joshua chapter one, verse six, seven, and nine, God says to Joshua, he says to you this morning, be strong and courageous. Why would God say that to you? The same reason he said it to Joshua. Because he know that the conquest that you are about to embark upon will be a challenge for you. God knows your experience up until now will cause you to have challenges for where he's about to take you. He knew how frightened the Israelites would have been because they'd never been at battle before. And so they saw the Canaanites as being severe or being superior to them. And God says to them, be strong 
and courageous. And that's what this is about. Because when you trust the Lord and follow the commands to be strong and courageous, you follow divine leadership. That's his divine leadership. You will have great success. Unfortunately, too many of us haven't dared to walk inside of the charisma that God has placed on our lives and in our lives. See, see, some people operate from a place of fear. And fear only does two things, two things, two things. What does fear do? Fear stymie you, slows you down, halt you. It makes you stop where you are. Or hear this, it makes you retreat. It puts you in reverse. And that's what the enemy is always doing. The reason why you experience attacks from the enemy, he's trying to get you out of drive and put and make you put it back in the reverse. And so the onslaughts of the attack come. The enemy can't keep your name out of his mouth. Why? The reason the enemy can't keep his name out of your mouth because the enemy wish he could get back in relationship with God as you are. Yes, 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 yes. The enemy wish that he had what you had. That when you messed up, help me God, you had the ability to be forgiven. But when he sinned, he was forever cast out of that relationship with the Most High. So brother and sister, you're different. Never let anybody tell you otherwise. You are different. You can't blend in. That's why it's so difficult on the workplace. That's why it's so difficult in what you are doing. Because where you are right now doesn't match the promise that God has in your life. You're not going to forever stay in the wilderness unless you refuse to be strong and courageous unless you decide that you're going to do it all by yourself you won't live in the wilderness so be strong in position be strong inward position I'm saying it to you can hear it be Strong, inward position, not outward, inward position to be strong. But then he says the other thing, because then being strong and being courageous, is, they're not the same thing. To be strong and courageous is not the same thing. Because with courage, courage is, is not the absence of fear. Hear me. There is no courage unless fear is present. 
See, all these things are always present at the same moment, at the same time. Anytime you experience fear, I want you to remember this for the rest of your life. Anytime you experience fear, there's three, that, three things that are present. Fear is present. Strength is present. And courage is present. It's unfortunate that many of us grip onto the fear and leave courage and strength on the sidelines. This is what happens when you understand, when you're conscious that all three of those elements are present. Because courage doesn't mean that you're not afraid. Courage simply means I'm going to move forward anyway. And I'm going to move forward anyway because I'm fighting from a position of strength. You're not fighting to be strong. Or you're not fighting for victory. You are fighting, fighting from victory. You are fighting from a place of strength. And the enemy wants you to think that you can't win. He wants to think that you can't accomplish. He wants you to think that you'll never get the promise because he's trying to get you to hold on to fear. But when you embrace the fear and say, yeah, I feel it, but I'm going to do it anyway. You are operating from a divine principle. What is that divine principle? The divine principle is... Uh, that the command to be strong and courageous is an active command. Notice the word be. Be is a state of being. So God has commanded us, this is not a suggestion, to operate in the state of being strong and in the state of being courageous. That although fear is there, I'm still strong. Although fear is present, I'm still courageous. Because courage, again, is not the absence of fear. But it's rather the belief that there's something else greater than the fear. That the promise is greater than the fear. What you are believing God for. What God is taking you to is greater than the fear that is trying to grip you. Courage. I, I think it's Winston Ch Churchill that said courage is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. Let me say that to you again. That courage is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. So then, if I'm going to be courageous, I can't fear failing. And that's what many people are operating from. Many are operating from a posture, what happens if they fail? I don't want you to operate that way anymore for the rest of your life. No. You only got two options in life. You either got a yes or a no. You either do or you don't. So never operate from an if position in life. You got to operate from a strong and courageous position. Because what you will learn when you get the audacity 
to move ahead anyway. Yes, the enemy is going to attack. But the enemy cannot attack anything that's not moving. Because if you were not a threat, hear this, you wouldn't be under attack. If you were not a threat, they would not try to pull you down. So be strong. Be courageous. Operate from a place from, uh, from, from victory and not for victory. Because with courage comes risk-taking. And I want to say this to you as we, we're about out of time here. I want to say this to you. Not only is this risk-taking, but being courageous is a part of your integrity. People who lack integrity are not courageous. Listen to that. If your integrity is not sound, then you are not a courageous person. Because there is no courage with a weak integrity. Because your strength and your courage and your confidence comes from the fear that you face. Because you have to be at a place in your life that you will decide, I'm going to do the things that I think I cannot do. That's courage. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, but I want to move ahead anyway. That's courage. I might not get the support that I want, but I'm going to move ahead anyway. That's courage. Because when you move ahead anyway, you are being obedient to God. God never asks you to determine the results. Yes, you got the results in your head. God only asks you to follow and obey. And that's what I want to challenge you to do on this morning. As you go throughout the rest of your day, I want you to remember these words and obey these words. It is a command that God gives. Be strong and of good courage. Be strong and very courageous. Be strong and of good courage, he says. And don't be afraid. And don't be dismayed. Don't become weak. For the Lord your God is with you wheresoever you go today. That is my prayer. And that is what I desire for you. That you be courageous. You be strong. That you don't be afraid or dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wheresoever you go. Thank you for listening on this morning. We'll be back next week, same time. Until then, know that I love you tonight. Thank you for listening to the Max Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Ignite. Be sure to visit ignite.club. That's I-G-N-Y-T-E dot C-L-U-B. To join the conversation and access 
additional content that will take you to the mat.